When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up to all my partners out there? We are back from a debacle of an evening. It's been a crazy time because episode 69 is not going the way we thought it was. We thought it was going to be smooth sailing, but things took a turn for the... uh Better? Worse? I don't know. Well, I don't know. We'll a, figure it out. It took a turn. It's all, it took it a took turn. A turn. Yeah. It's all that matters. Yeah. Look, 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 we're all adults we're here. We'll find out. We're all adults, right? We'll find out this who's actually, better. Uh, plan C. Plan B was a drawing of Sledman drinking a beer. I don't I don't understand it. It didn't work. So what actually happened was we reflected on the type of show we had, and then we started thinking about the history of the What Upon a Podcast. And y'all know the history of the What Upon a Podcast this time last year? Episode 41. Stead man, you were part of episode forty-one. You, me, there. Ronnie Cash. Ronnie Cash, yes, the three um, of us. It was a, it was a dark week when it came out. You know, it was crazy because we recorded that show a couple weeks before, the and past, I hate to right. talk about this because I'm not trying to say anything or get any type of credit or whatever from this, but we we recorded this forty-one before Kobe passed away two weeks before, and everybody else on the helicopter, including his daughter and everyone else we weren't ever planning on putting it out for any type of sad reasons but the show the show was just all about just motivating ourselves and people and going through hard times and we were feeling some type of way that that two weeks before and it just so happened that we usually air all all of our shows about two or three weeks after we record them give us a chance to listen to them clean it up a little bit make it sound a little cute or whatever but it was just fucking nuts that my partner Ronnie Cash talks about Kobe, talks about how he, you know, overcame all kinds of things in his lives, and he gave us examples of ways to do that. And you know, from his point of view, and from a lot of people that are going through some shit, we all shared. Sledman shared. Your partner shared. Big A wasn't there. Nick Look wasn't there. But we got the partners here today. Sledman, we're feeling some type of way tonight, and I don't know if it's just because we we were talking about that night or. Or because just it's just that time of motherfucking year. You know, you the, know what I'm saying? What's what's going on right now, everything around us, it, it just feels it just feels very somber. You know, the, the energy levels are just a little bit lower right now. Um, almost everybody knows somebody close to them that's passed from what's going on right now with the pandemic. So that, man, the, the people are watching us and they're like, bullshit, you guys have been on live. You guys are getting fucked up. You know, Big A's looking cute as fuck. You, you guys don't seem like like it's fucking affecting you. You know what? For the most part, we we, we, we can't let it. You know, we have to be able to see uh, any any opportunity in, in whatever problem is presented in front of us. And unfortunately, what's going on right now in the world, it's a problem. And we need to overcome it. And that's how we progress. You know, that's the only way we're going to move forward. Uh, some people are going to die, you know, and that's the reality of it. But, you know, uh, we got vaccines and things that are coming out that um, seems to be slowing the curve and uh, helping out with everything that's going on. Partner, you know, how, how about you? How have you been feeling about what's going on right now? 
it's hard because I don't agree with the the some people are going to die part. I, I don't agree with any part of anyone dying. What I do agree with is that we need to all collectively understand that there's a way out and we can get out of this together. But the whole fucking part about people getting hurt and people losing each other, that's that to me, it doesn't fly, man. I can't get over that. And then now more than ever, people close to you or me or whoever are now closely impacted. You know, even the partner, Mr. Well-Known, just, you know, unfortunately had some really tragic events in his family. So it's hard to say that, you know, people are going to die and that's that. I understand that. Totally understand it. If we're watching a fucking documentary, yeah, great. But I can't get over that. And I want to make sure people know that it's okay not to get over that. It's okay not to fucking agree with the fact that, oh, yeah, it's just it's going to happen. We have acceptable losses or unacceptable losses or percentages or whatever the fuck the case may be. We don't have to agree with it. We have to obviously find a way to move on and to work around it and work through it. But we definitely don't need to agree with it or we don't need to be at peace with it. Fuck that. Fuck this virus. And that's the way life is, unfortunately. Hell yeah, that's the truth. Too. You have to really check out from being the average person and really uh, see things differently to keep your own balance because TV, media, all that shit makes you create these thoughts in your mind where it takes away from really enjoying your life with it not being guaranteed. So you got to really figure out a way to like be around the right partners to mm-hmm. really help you get through these difficult times when you're getting those those thoughts, you know, because your mind is such a powerful tool and you have to keep reminding yourself that you're the driver of your mind and your mind isn't driving you to go insane. You bring up a, yeah, such yeah, a good point, bro. Yeah. You know what? It's crazy is that there's a fucking huge population of people that are feeding off of each other's negativity. All they're doing is just reading these negative comments, seeing something and talking shit about it. They are totally like fueling the fucking fire between themselves of course the president that we had in the last term you know contributed to that but it doesn't even matter because people are still fucking doing that so what i want to say out there is this how do you guys overcome that type of person in your life someone who's negative how do you fucking do you do you even bother trying to change who they are does it depend how close they are to you if they were really close to you you're going to try to change their way be positive. Be positive. Tell them what's up. Look, motherfucker, I'm tired of your fucking negativity. Let's be positive together and let's fucking party. Well, let, let's go back to what you said where there's a lot of people joining groups, uh, groups that have certain ideas or certain beliefs. They're just know, drawn like to said, the negativity. Like like you said, neg- negative stuff. Mm-hmm. But why is this particular person drawn to that? What's behind that? Why are they thinking that they want to be drawn to something so negative? Ask them. Ask them right now. They're listening. You know, to everybody that's listening out there and, and you feel like you want to belong, maybe they want to feel like they belong to a certain group or something and, and for some reason they're angry or they're upset, uh, something in their life uh, just uh, isn't going their way and they feel that maybe by joining a, a certain group or uh, you know, a siding, family, a family, siding with that group, right? Siding with them, uh, makes them feel somehow part of something or uh, a whole, or makes them know. feel heard, right? Right, like they, have heard. A voice, like they have a voice, yeah. like they have an opinion, and there's somebody noticed, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, I, I think there's there's something behind that because the, the particular person is following that negativity, they're looking for it. You know, where does that come from? Yeah, are you born with it, or did something try to happen to you? 
you just have a fucked up boss. Uh, you know, what do you think, partner? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with back to my we're all human point of view. You know, we're all human. Whatever part of life we're in, there's billions of people out there. So everybody out there, you got to imagine millions or even billions of people are going through some shit. And even those folks are listening, wanting to be heard. Right. So if they want to be heard and they have to go through those negativity pools or those waves of thinking that they can be heard by joining this other fucking crowd of bullshit. And they got to do it because it's just there's just so many. It's it's almost a numbers game because we're all human. So it comes down to we're fucking human. So if we're all human, what are we going to do to make ourselves recognize that we're all human? And you don't got to fucking take it that far. That's really what it comes down to. Partner. It really comes down to like sticking to who you are as a person because people easily get manipulated to being a certain personality because they feel what they're being fed through media is like the right path, but they're losing themselves. They're not being who they really are. They're, they're trying to impress for others. But the reality is like you have to have that self-happiness and enjoy life the way you want to enjoy it, not do things for others. Because when you look in the mirror, you wake up in the morning, that's you. It's not these people. And that's where people are getting really into that mental depression because they're constantly feeling like they're not they're not meeting to the standards for people they don't even know or whatever imagination they're going thinking like it's I have self, to be this self way. Self doubt. Yeah, uh, self doubt. Just like, like, like that. They, yeah. they stop themselves in their tracks. Big a, you just motivated me. You gave me an idea. Imagine this, right? There's so many uh, nonprofits and organizations out there for you know Big Brother. What if? What if there's a group out there that all they do is hang out and fucking make whoever wants to be part of this group just hang out and make them feel good? Big A style. Big A. What would that look like in your in your point of view? Well, it'll be it'll be a good group because it, it look like a rave. Yeah. <laughs> it look like a rave. Would it be something? Big A is wearing like no, nipple, nipple a good group because like at kindergarten, elementary, where where would you establish? No, no, this? we're talking about adults, man. Yeah, yeah adults. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it'll be a good a good outlet because people are so busy trying to focus on income. You know, your job makes you create this role, this image to get in that state of mind to make money, but they're they're in the the corporate ladder for the most part. Where like you know, you got to do you got to do. You're going to a script. But when you're with your partners, like the way we do it, it gives them the opportunity to kind of just like unwind, be who you are, have that conversation where it's genuine. You're not really putting too much of worrying about what you're saying because those conversations when you're not thinking, you're speaking what's on your mind. Yeah, I mean, I come out right and your partner's going to be laughing at you or maybe correct you, but you let it out. And mm-hmm. that's you're letting it out because if you keep everything inside yourself, it builds up and then you start believing your thoughts. Because you think that you're you're giving yourself the best answer, but the reality is, if you don't talk about things, you'll think that you're right. But in reality, you may not be going the right path. Okay, can I ask you a question? When's the last time you were super fucking heated? Where you just were super negative? You were like, "Fuck this, fuck everybody, fuck the world, fuck you, partner." You know, I'm sure. Yeah, it it's been, been some time. When was it? It's, when was it? What'd you do? What happened? Uh, it's been some time, of course. Give it's me just, the last one. Give me the biggest one that sticks out. I don't know. The big one. I don't know the last day. You don't even remember it? No, that's good. That's good. The thing is, what with those type of like for me, whenever I have those moments, I, you know, I, you know, I react a certain way. I start expressing myself, and then I feel bad after. You urinated on my pillow that day. Yeah, I feel bad after because I feel like <laughs> there. I feel like there. There was a better way I could have approached it. But then again, I'm human, right? But mm-hmm. I learned from it. But 
it's not something that I like. I really take pride in like, oh, I acted this way a certain day because I feel like when you want to grow, you want to be able to accept others, don't judge, don't assume and not really let it really affect. You got to be like really calm. Like, OK, well, maybe this person doesn't have the same perspective I have. Respectfully, just keep your distance and go on with your own energy because if you get into the energy, you're playing the game and then you lose out. Yeah. You lose yourself because you like your mindset changes because they something gets sucked in and you're like, fuck, I could have approached it different, but well, it is what it is. You know you're what I mean? saying that it's okay to forget those dark moments. You have but to. Yeah. One, but one would argue that you almost want to remember those so you, you have can to, grow yeah. from them and learn from them. You have to face that's, them. Yeah. That's why I asked you. Yeah. So did you did, did, bury did you it learn? deep and just forget about it like most people do? Is that what you did? No, you know. Or did I, you really uh, grow from it? What, what, I don't think you. I don't think you've had a chance to think about it, Brigitte. No, I, I've, I've I've thought of a lot of, of a lot of instances in my life, but my thing is like I, I always try to feel myself. For some reason, at the end of those moments, I feel like I feel sad after in a way because I feel like yeah. I feel like I could have approached it differently. But then me being sad is reminding myself that I'm on the right path of being a better person. Because mm. if I didn't care and I just get past yeah. it, right, like, right, who right. gives a fuck? Then I'm not growing. I'm not, I'm not proof, evolving. It's like, proof that you care. That's like yeah. when you when you feel ashamed after you masturbate. Like no, never. No, no, never. that's, that's a no? natural mechanism. You never feel well, You didn't put your abuelita's picture down. You I didn't. never feel shame last minute. No, but just power through it and, you, you know. Power through Yeah, and you get, you know, totally. get past You have to keep, keep that mindset because if not, if you don't, if you don't see something wrong with those type of moments, then you're not growing. Flat man. You're stuck in that same routine. Flat man, same question. Uh, re- uh, rephrase the question. Um, rephrase it. <laughs> the the question was, ha- what was the last time where you lost control you were disappointed in your behavior. You got so mad. You said, fuck everybody. And you were down to buy into the negativity. What'd you do to avoid it? What'd you do to get out of it? Are you still there? What the fuck? The last time I felt that way where there was any type of um, negative hate. feeling inside me or hate. Yeah. Hate is such a strong word, and I, and I don't but like you, to but use But you it. were ready to buy into anyone who was down and listen. Like, you want to listen to me talk shit? Yeah, let's do it together. Let's talk shit. And let's grow that shit pile. The like you're you saying, hate. Person. Like, I mean, hate. Hate's a buildup. You know. Like, Are you okay. talking about a relationship? Have you ever? Have you ever been so pissed off where you're like, "Fuck this, fuck you, fuck everybody," and I wish someone else would agree with me right now, I, so I, I, could, I would tell them about it. And with they would, somebody we would else or celebrate with yourself? It. How about with yourself? With yourself or or anybody, anybody, anything. Well, I've been I've been yeah, pissed off at myself. Right? Like when you make a mistake, you fuck it. Like, but, but you were to the point where you were willing to be angry about it. You that only depends on your no, level no, your of personal it. experience. Um, uh, uh, the most you got out of me was a fuck, 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 fuck. You know, like fuck over and over, and that's it. I got over it, and see, that's not move, what I'm move, talking move, about. Move I'm on. talking about one where you you couldn't get over because you were so fucking pissed. How long did it last? Two days, a week, a year? You yeah. know, you hold a grudge because of it. Have you ever done that? You really don't want to mm. put a lot of thought into that, though. I feel like. No, no, but it's a valid question. Like, there's no date that you well, should think of it. Just the reaction, question. how you felt. People are. St- people you know, are I, I held the grudge for years with just you know, like someone that, like, you know, it was just stupid. Like, I I missed out on a lot of years of kicking it with this, you know, this homie mm-hmm. because like I was just like I was upset about something that happened. But in your was, own mind, it was you. It, it was you it, that was blocking it. it. It was me that would just you know, like I I could have let it go, but then I just. I guess I chose to hold it for, for you know. Yeah. What, you know what, as long what, as he did. What made you hold on to it? Uh, I don't know. I was just. 
Did you talk to anyone? How'd about you finally it? get over it? Well, did you talk to anyone about it? Have you? I just decided to get over it. Like you know, like I missed like them. Yeah, I missed them. You, know, you know, you're pissed off at your friend, and you tell another friend, like, yeah, the motherfucker did this and that, and they start agreeing with you, and they're like, and you feel good about the fact that they're agreeing with the fact that you're pissed off at them for that fucking reason. No, you're, I'm not, you're like, feeding off that negativity. I don't, I don't think I ever told anybody. I mean, we, uh, I I don't think I ever told anybody until. I would talk to him about it, you know, like, but I mean, I, I know that it was known that me and like, I was upset with him because, you know, he wouldn't invite me anywhere or, you know, like, yeah. you know, he wouldn't invite me to his house or nothing. So, like, and, you know, like the other, my, the, the other partners were going, so, hmm. but it was whatever, you know, like I was still upset, so I didn't care, but, you know, like missed out on just hanging out with, with one of the partners because. Yeah, of something that I was holding in, like you know. But once I finally mm-hmm. talked to him about it, like, what, was, it we cha- cool, was it? Like, was it? Was it chance that you talked to him, or you made you made it a point to talk to him? Or was it chance? We, usually, we, chance is a culprit. He was. We were hanging around like in the again. Same spot. We were like, you know, he was coming around to parties that I was going to. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, like there. But I, I was still like, I wouldn't really talk, say what's up, you know. But I wouldn't really like chill with him yeah. you know because i was still like holding the grudge and then one day i just decided to you know talk to him about if, it and let him know and if you would have we passed cool. you, if you would have passed you the joint at those parties would you have taken it that would be impossible because he doesn't smoke. now what, what would your advice more of a reason to answer the question if you were to pass me a joint a shot okay i would have taken it with yeah. him with him without but, any words spoken yes you okay know, like and like I, you know, it was just it was a weird situation that I let go on. Mm. Did you, you learn know? anything? What did you learn from it? I learned that I, you know, I missed out on fucking chilling with the partner. You know, it ain't it's worth okay, it. Like, it ain't worth it. You know, yeah, it ain't worth it. He's like, Frozen didn't come out to 2015, and it was like, let it go. <laughs> how'd, you, you know, how'd, like, you break, no how'd you break through it? How'd you break through it? To you know, you like, had the like, to what, go up to what, like, what I told myself. What I told myself is like. I have to like because I you know work work in security. I see people that I fight with one weekend, and then the owners are letting them in the next weekend. Yeah, and I can't just be mad at them and just want to like, kick them out of the club or anything because I fought with them the week before. Like, well, that's work. I have to, work you know, and personal. Okay, yeah, but, but the thing is, like, no, dude, I, I, I could I, experience. I could let it go with someone I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Or I can't let it go with someone I do oh, know. Oh shit! You know? I like that. Oh yeah. shit. That's pretty beautiful. Deep. Yeah. You know, that's funny because most people like myself, I don't, nobody gets me hot unless it's somebody super close to me. Yeah. You know, like I'll get hot if one of you motherfuckers fucking, you do me wrong, I'll fuck cut you guys. But, <laughs> big uh, A for sure, though. <laughs> yeah, big A, show them the scars. But, but if it's anybody else, I'm so super fucking chill. And they'll probably say, oh, he's the most chill motherfucker. You know, you could, you could fucking slap him, he won't do nothing. Mm. And I, like, you know? like, say, like, I got a point too. Yeah. You know, like, I could be super chill. And once you once you cross the line with me though, it's over. Yeah. Right? Is it true that you like um, hot wax poured over you? Negative. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Only on my yeah. scrotum. Crossing it on oh, scrotum. Uh, only on the scrotum. I'm not into that torture uh, stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's what's called bondage, first of all. I want to stay on the same topic, but I wanna ask I wanna ask Sledman, Sledman, what are some ideas that you can give to the partners to overcome these things? Nick Logue says just be a bull in the China shop, go up to him. Whoever the fuck it is, confront it. You'll feel a lot better right away. But it's a lot easier than it sounds, right? You know, he he made the point saying that it was easy to do it with strangers, but not with somebody that he knew. Yeah. What's behind it is there's history. You, you've known the guy for a long time, and or gal, or gal, and and there's uh, history behind it. So that's what makes it difficult. 
you know, because there's more meaning somehow mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think what it is, you have to have those experiences where you learn to, you have to let go. You have to come to a realization within yourself because you're the only one holding you back. And uh, it's difficult for everyone. Everybody has that self-doubt. Like, oh, I can't mm. do this or I can't do that. You know, that's so impossible. How am I going to do that? Or I can't do that. Whatever, you know, whatever it is, everybody has that inner self-doubt. And that's what keeps you safe. That's what tells you either run or fight. Survival instinct. Survival instinct. That's yeah. primal and that's just a part of us. Rare. Once you learn it and you know and you recognize it, and then you could overcome it and say you mm. suppress it and say, you know what? No, no, no. And step up and, and break through and and. That thing that you couldn't do, now you did it. And now you can do it. And that's how you progress. There's a lot of younglings out there, Slater Man, that are like, fuck that. This motherfucker, you know. So so people our age, you know, obviously we're not old, but people our age understand what you're saying. But there's some younglings out there that are like, nah, dog, fuck you. I'm pissed. What? Or fuck that. Fuck that, puto. You know, just like any other youngling, like how we were, you all had that idea. Like, oh, fuck you. I'm not going to wear my mask. Mm-hmm. Whatever this and this and that. You feel like Superman. It's a phase. It's a part of being a human. You're gonna be at that level, and you almost gotta enjoy it. But no, they gotta, they gotta go through that. They gotta do it. The biggest part is is the guardian, the bigger brother, the mom and the dad that's watching over them. You have to watch them. You know, I mean, it's you know, you they're when you're in your mid twenties, okay, you're doing your own thing, but as a parent or a guardian, you're a mentor to. Well, that's easy to say. Not everybody has that figure. You know, not everybody has that. No, you're right. You're right. Maybe, maybe not everybody's blessed with the ability to, to lead or, but you know, but. And that goes back to my foundation, having a dope ass fucking, imagine sled man shows up to your door. Hey, what's up? Uh, you, you rang, you know, sled man shows up. Hey, he does a little sled walk and shit, walks in, starts taking shots with him. Before you know it, they're they're fucking in Vegas, you know, in the, in the Caesar's Palace hangover style. Right, right. You, you got one life to live, and, mm-hmm. and you got to have nah, a sense circa, of urgency. The circa, bro. The circa. Oh, the circa. Props to the circa, man. We spent, uh, shit, what, like a fucking 86-hour spacewalk record being outside of the fucking circa in the Fremont Street for New Year's. We had a dope-ass time. Bigger wasn't there. He was getting vaccinated for a, a non-COVID situation. <laughs> a non-COVID type situation, but... uh. You know what, man? I want to. I'm. I'm very appreciative of the of the conversation, fellas. I want to go with Big A here. Big A. What up, partner? Knowing what we've discussed, go. you right now going back twenty years ago. What would you tell your your past self? Twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Like uh, twenty years from now, coming back now. No, twenty years ago. Like you, no, you're you're you. Me now. You got into yeah. DeLorean. Yes. And went twenty years back. Yes. And found yourself and said, "Hey, eighty nine miles per hour. Okay, little okay. Big A." Would I tell myself or? Yeah. Yes. Fucking would, would, would you Would you play Johnny Be Good at the uh, Enchantment Under the Sea dance? You know what? Honestly, dude, like I would, I've, I would maybe just change a few minor things about myself. Okay. But I wouldn't change the the future to where I'm at now. What would you say? Uh, I would have just said just be more focused with things a little bit because I, I feel like my attention span when I was younger was like all over the place. Okay. But now understanding that when I, when I got older, but not realizing when I was a kid. But uh, I would just tell myself to just, you know, stay focused and just, you know. So you're telling your 20-year-old self or 20-something-year-old self to stay focused. Yeah, I, I would just tell myself to really just understand, you know, the way that I acted. It was just who I am. So maybe just stay calm more and really focus and understand that and not push things away or push things off. Hmm. I did that a lot when I was younger. Okay. But um, yeah, that would be what I would tell myself. Just really, just 
I lift a lot more weights and <laughs> work out more. Drink your milk. Same man, same question. Uh, I think I would tell myself to um, don't be so uh, goody to you. Uh, live a little. Hmm. Uh, uh, bend the rules, break the rules uh, when you Holy need to or shit. have to. You know, misdemeanors, I, I felonies. You know, you know, you you live once, and when you see an opportunity, you got to seize the moment because you might not get that chance again ever in life. So, you know, be willing to take that risk and not be afraid of how you're going to do it, but keep in mind where you want to go and what you want. And don't worry about the how. Don't worry about how you're going to do it. It'll come to you. Yeah, that's true, man. Nick, look, same question. Well, Sledman here took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, go for it, you know, take the chance. Don't be scared. Don't don't squander the opportunity that was given to you. We were born here in, in the United States. We could have been born anywhere else on earth, but we're here in the free in the free world and uh we, we can't squander the opportunity. And uh, don't forget about uh, the the sense of urgency because life could be taken away tomorrow. Or you don't know when when uh beep or you don't know when, when your last day is, so uh, don't squander the opportunity to have that sense of urgency to uh, make things happen for yourself. One thing I would say about now, like I wanted to tell the listeners out there, like this is a time really to be yourself to the 10 power. Like as much as people like to impress others, be who you are at all times, because if you're not, then you're going to meet people where they learn, they go off your persona, but it's just you playing a role just be you but what if you don't know who you are big a that's the thing if you don't know who you are then be confused be this and that but you're being yourself you know your your identity is is very important a lot of people don't know who they are and how to identify i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go on a limb here and say that big a and sled man held back when they told us what they would say to their prior past selves i'm gonna say they held back you know why because Honestly, if you had a chance to talk to your past self, you wouldn't be so methodical. You know, you would be more uh, actionable. You would give some specifics. And I didn't hear any of that from none you, of you. You know, you know what? I, I, I would like the thing for me would be I wouldn't change anything because that's who I am today. Bullshit. There's, everybody has an, an idea of what they would have liked to have tried the course correct in the past. I mean, you never wanted a course correct? That's just a, an idea, I mean. All right, you really want to know what I wanted to say? Hell yeah. What you got? I would have told myself, don't take those penitentiary chances like I did, and I fucked up. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Nick Loke used to be uh, a guard at the county jail. <laughs> and uh, he, he quickly got graduated to inmate. So, so Nick Loke speaking the truth, right? He was previously in a former earlier life incarcerated. I, put it, I previously had yeah. free rent for... yeah. <laughs> free rent, <laughs> yeah, man. Free, the, free uh, room, uh, free you lodging. And, uh, you get breakfast, lunch, and, and breakfast. dinner. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. No shit, you get three meals. Yeah, yeah. It's three meals. Holy shit! What was the Nick? Look, what was the best and worst part about being incarcerated? Okay, the best, the best part about being incarcerated is, is uh, when you get called up to to hit that line. You know? But do you actually have like a like a, a mark on your walls? Like you counting down the days, seconds, time, or you try not to do that? You try not to do that. Okay, so the best was releasing. What was the worst? The worst? The lockdowns. Oh, shit. Okay, so lockdowns, to me, I picture just you can't go anywhere. You're stuck in your cell. You can't go. I, 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 I was in the dorm, 
And uh, it was uh, like 62 people in one barn. Oh, shit. What? And okay. we just stuck on our bunks and shit. You have to sit in your bunk for how long? Until lockdown's over. You, you can get up to use the restroom if they let you. Mm-hmm. But the restroom was, was in your own cell? It was in our dorm, yeah. Oh, that was the dorm. Yeah. How many people per dorm? We had like 62, I think. But there was like 90 beds. Holy how shit. How many dorms were there? In my like, block, like ten, and there was sixteen. And bars. this was LA County Jail. This was LA County Jail. Okay, yeah, it was no fun. But mm. so, talk to people out there that are making those bad decisions. It's either because you're cocky. Why'd you do it? Good money. It was good money. Okay, I didn't need to. You weren't doing it to like buy yourself uh, something or an indoor swimming specific. pool. An indoor I mean, swimming pool. I'm gonna do this because I want yeah. this. People would ask. <laughs> and they still do, but you know? some hard, some some very fucking deep words of uh, of uh, wisdom from the partner Nick Logue. If you're making those incarcerary choices in life, think twice, partner, because Nick clearly said his faves and his worst part about it. So I want to go around and just leave everyone with the final little words of wisdom. This has been a a little crazy second half of the show, a little somber moment. I think it's warranted because 2020 is now over. We're now in a new year, out with the bad and in with the good. You know what I'm saying? For so, for everybody out there, just keep doing what you do and um, stay focused. Some things that you really shouldn't really share with others, you got to keep to yourself because uh, you say things to your partners, family, they're automatically going to be on your side. But there's two sides of the story, so you got to really understand the whole picture before you can really start really opening up and looking for advice and things and just keep just keep doing what you do and uh you know you're not alone obviously there's four million people on this planet right four million <laughs> four billion seven billion, <laughs> seven billion? Yeah, uh, that's that's la Fetcher. county seven, how many people seven billion. seven billion people in this world yeah. so you may think that you're by yourself Wait, you fact check that or you just know it was on um who wants to be a millionaire? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, like seven point six. But you were watching like the reruns, so how about now? It was a newer show. So. Okay. So right. seven billion people out there, so don't feel like you're by yourself. Just keep yourself at a good balance. Get a hobby. Get your mind flowing. Work out. You keep sitting down, do nothing. You're gonna be building up shit. Do something and life's too short and uh like Carlos's health as well. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. Uh, I want to. I want to take this moment to take a shot for all the partners out there. Uh, we're sober now, and I think it's a good time to get a slight buzz before we break up the show and the monotony. So, Nick, look, pour some shots, Sledman. That oh, shot yeah. glass is nowhere near. What, what would you call it? Regulation. This is, this That's a fucking mini shot glass. I don't know where you got it. But I'm I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna, gonna, gonna go thank ahead and allow you, it. Thank you. The, the court reporter will will, will read back Sledman's shot. Because that shit's small as fuck. All right, here we go. Big A, toast to the most. Cheers, dog. Cheers to everybody on Earth. Salud. I love everyone on Earth. <sighs> All right, folks. Well, my words of wisdom over here, Nick Lout, checking in. Uh, words of wisdom, like I always say, you know, just keep on living. L-I-V-I-N. Something's bothering you, just push through it, you know, like call somebody. Call a partner. Hit me up. DM. DM any of the partners. We'll talk. We'll chat. Yeah, right, right on, right on. Where, where's the wisdom from Slayman here would be, it's a new year, it's got to be a new you. Hmm. Make sure you're doing things differently than you did last year, and uh, you stick to it. Keep yourself accountable, talk to your family, talk to your friends, let them know what kind of goals you're trying to achieve, 
so that they keep you accountable too and keep reminding you to keep striving. Folks, that is beautiful shit by Sledman. I want to say I'm unleashing a new challenge tonight, a challenge for 2021. The challenge is this. If anyone wants to hang out with the partners from the What A Partner Podcast, send us a message and we'll welcome you to the dojo with open arms. Regardless of your status, regardless of anything in your life, you will come in, you will hang out with us. Even if we don't record, we're going to party. We're going to have a good fucking time, and we're going to show you the way of the partner. That's the challenge. If anyone is feeling low, high, medium, slow, don't even fucking matter. If you want to come and hang out with us, we're going to bring you into the dojo. That's 2021. That's how the What A Partner podcast is going to roll. Big A will be there to pick you up from the bus station. If, in fact, you do decide to take the Greyhound, Sad Man will take LAX, and Nick Look will take uh, Amtrak. I think we've covered all fronts, have we? I'll take Long Beach Port or and Port's a call. Take JPL. Nevertheless, you're going to take JPL? Uh Okay. Nevertheless, if you want to hang out with the partners, you want to come on the show, hit us up. You're guaranteed a spot on the What A Partner Podcast. Any partners that want to hang out with the What A Partner Podcast crew and the What A Partner Podcast dojo is all good with me, partner. I'm good with me, dude. That sounds great. Always down to meet meet fans and... New, make new partners. Remember, we're we're all connected. We all we're all connected on mm-hmm. this earth, man. We're all one. We are one. I would love for you all to forward that challenge to your own partners and tell everyone in your own circle and your own partnership. Hey, anyone needs a place to hang out? Guaranteed, my spot all year. Come with it. That's my challenge. Pay that motherfucking challenge forward. Hang out with your partners. Come on down to the dojo. I want to say what's up to everybody you listening. Ready to get drunk, though. <laughs> yeah, you better fucking have an IV ready. If not, we do know a paramedic or two. I want to say what's up to all the partners listening out there to the What a Partner podcast. This was a different type of show. This was the way we motherfucking must roll in these harsh times. Bigger, Nick Loke, Sledman, and Mr. Well-Known, who had to depart a little early on. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We really enjoy your presence. We enjoy your listenership. We enjoy your, your everything about the partnership with the What A Partner Podcast. Listen on Spotify, on Apple, on Anchor, Amazon Music, on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. Tag your friends. Tag the show. Share our stuff. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. What Up Partner. At What Up Partner. Twitter. All the above. Do us a favor. Bring some more partners into the circle. And let's all hang out and party together. What up to all my partners out there? Thanks for listening. Have a good night and peace out. What up, partner? What What up, partner? partner? Oh, thank you.